Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Suns Football Podcast. My name's Andy Devlin and with me is my colleague, Kenny MacDonald. Uh, something of a Champions League special for you just now. The draw for the group stages has just been made. And Celtic uh, have been drawn against Barcelona, Borussia Mönchengladbach and Manchester City. Kenny, can I ask you first of all for your, your initial reaction to that draw? Fabulous draw for Celtic, for Brendan Rodgers, for Celtic supporters and players. If you're going to play in the Champions League, you want glamour. And I think uh, certainly in the case of Manchester City and obviously Barcelona, you know, these are glamorous games. These are probably as glamorous as you could get, given the, the top two two pots. Borussia Mönchengladbach, fantastic European pedigree, very consistent in the Bundesliga. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Celtic supporters will be absolutely delighted with the draws. As you say, it's about prestige, Kenny. It's about glamour. When you look at some of the groups Celtic could have had and some of the clubs they, they could have been facing, this really is the top yeah. of the pile for them in that regard. And having gone through so many qualifying rounds to get to this point, this is exactly what they've been looking for. Well, th- this is what makes the you know horror nights like the defeat in Gibraltar, you know, the scrambled draw in Kazakhstan, the defeat in Israel the other night. This is what makes it worthwhile. When they're playing against Barcelona and Manchester City, these nights will be forgotten because you're at the top table in European football and, you know, it's fantastic for Celtic and their fans. And obviously, Barcelona, Kenny, as a club that they know well, I think, I'm right in saying they've faced each other twice in the Champions League in recent years. And that famous win at Parkhead for Celtic, 2-1, Tony Watts scoring, is that something you, you think this Celtic team can replicate? Well, I mean, Barcelona are a different side to the one they were then, so are Celtic. You know, the thing about Celtic is their away record, which I touched upon in Europe in recent seasons, has been poor, but... They've always caused problems for teams, no matter who the teams have been when they've come to the East End of Glasgow. Barcelona, you mentioned, Manchester United in the past, AC Milan in the past. You know, they've all left the East End of Glasgow with nothing. So, I mean, it would come as a real surprise to me if Celtic didn't create problems for at least one of the teams they're going to be playing in this season's competition. And the other game in the group that obviously leaps out at you, Kenny, is, is the Manchester City. It'll be billed as a, a battle of Britain clash, no doubt. But there's obviously the added intrigue of the of the Tory brothers going toe-to-toe in the Absolutely, Champions League. Yeah, They've yeah. obviously done that in England, but this yeah. is the first time they'll have done it in, in Europe in the Champions League. And Colo Tory has already looked like a class act for Celtic in the short time he's been in Scotland. So, yeah, I mean, there are all kinds of subplots. You know, Pep Guardiola will be going back to Barcelona as manager of Manchester City, all these kind of things. From Celtic's point of view, I mean, they couldn't really have asked for more high-profile and better quality of opposition. The other good thing about it is they're not going to somewhere in Eastern Europe. There's not going to be a travel dilemma for Brendan Rodgers and for the Celtic supporters. You know, they could have been going to Kiev, for instance, instead of which, from the third port, they've got Man City, and Barcelona right. and uh, Mönchengladbach. So, I mean, Germany is relatively uh, relatively well, good for them. I was going to say, I mean, I'm a huge fan of, of German football. You have been for a number of years, Kenny. And it would be remiss if it's not to mention Mönchengladbach. Terrific one in the qualifying to get to the group stages. And an old friend of ours, 
vice president at the club, Reiner yeah. Bonoff, who coached the under-21s, and I know you met him a couple of years ago. Yeah, Celtic played Munchen Gladbach in a pre-season friendly at Celtic Park three years ago, mm-hmm. I think. I had a blether with him before the game. He was uh, outside having his characteristic cigarette, which, mm-hmm. as you know, he's a, a heavy smoker. doesn't seem to be showing any signs of, of picking up good habits. He was delighted to be back in Glasgow. A lot of happy memories of his time in Scotland. Enjoyed being at Celtic Park. Complimentary about both the Celtic team at the time and the support, even though it was a pre-season game. You know, I'm sure he'll be absolutely delighted at the prospect of coming back. I mean, Munch and Gladbach are a good side, very consistent in German football. Mm. I think they've been the top six the last three seasons. A new coach this season, Andrew Schuster. It's about another test for Celtic, but one that, as you say, Reiner will be looking forward to. Barcelona, Manchester City, Munch and Gladbach. After, you know, three or four years of t- of not having a team albeit Rangers or Celtic or whatever it has been at the top table as you say in terms of just you know interest for Scottish football and injection for Scottish football it gives your game oh, absolutely. a lift I mean, if, that was the thing I think it was going through everyone's heads in, in those fraught final few moments from Israel the other night you know if Hapoel Beersheva had scored a goal and Celtic were going back into the, the Europa League with all due respect to Europa League it's not the Champions League and it's not what Scottish football fans never mind just Celtic fans want to be watching throughout the winter months so you know it was fantastic that Celtic go through the game it's fantastic that they're in this first time in three seasons and it's it's every every Scottish club will get a boost from this they're already done so the financial Absolutely. boost as well which yep. is so important we'll look obviously to, to, to Barcelona and that, that, that kind of special relationship that the club seem to have it's something like Lionel Messi you know in, in itself I mean the tickets are you know, many problems shifting tickets but just to have somebody like that back in town as well is, is fantastic well I mean it, when you look at the Barcelona side I mean it's, it's, it's guaranteed box office wherever they go in Europe doesn't matter if they go to play in Italy or in Germany People want to see them playing and they'll be absolutely no different in Scotland. Can you imagine what it'd be like? We don't know exactly what the fixtures are going to throw up. But Celtic's first Champions League fixture will be three days after the old firm game. Yeah. So can you imagine, for instance, that they were to play Barcelona immediately after that? What a few days for the club. Exactly. And, and, and on that point, Brendan Rodgers spoke after the, the, the one in Israel and, and, and said, Kenny, that he doesn't want his team to go there or they wouldn't be going there to make up the numbers he wants Celtic to progress to the last 16 now for that to happen does he have to strengthen before the window closes oh, I think I think he has to strengthen before the window closes whatever happens I think Celtic's defensive frailties have been evident in all three of their away games you know they've lost goals unnecessarily in all three of them so he'll know he's experienced enough he'll know the areas he has to strengthen uh, and that will become mandatory in the next week mm-hmm. or so He'll also have to, there will be a few players at the club at this moment who a week from now will be former Celtic players because they'll have to get players out in order to get players in, even allowing for the incredible financial boost Celtic will get from qualifying. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you talk about uh, of a defender and obviously the obvious need to bring somebody in at the back. Talk of James McCarthy possibly coming on loan, loan from Everton. Would that be a, a shrewd move for both parties? Well, it, it, that will all depend on Everton. You know, James McCarthy, self-confessed Celtic fan when he was at Hamilton. Whether or not Ronald Koeman will be willing to let him leave, because he is, after all, an experienced English Premiership campaigner now. But, I mean, maybe a new manager at Everton, James McCarthy's face might not fit, and that might open a window of opportunity for Celtic. I would have thought that Celtic have more pressing concerns 
than a central midfielder. But Brendan Rodgers might think this is a fabulous idea. So if the, you know if they're looking to go, obviously not just for the Champions League, Kenny, but you know throughout the season, where are you looking? Are you seeing us in our centre half, or possibly somebody else up front? I mean, what many additions are you? I think they certainly. I think they certainly need a right back. Saidi Yanko showed the other night that he is not up to it at this level. Mikel Lustig is not up to it at this level for a completely different reason, i.e., that he can't be depended to stay injury free. So, I would be amazed if uh, Brendan Rodgers wasn't looking at either a right back or someone who can play right back in central defence. Every every manager wants a striker, but whether after the arrival of Moussa Dembele, Celtic's need is quite so pressing. I'm not so sure. And just finally, on the, on the Champions League, as I say, Brendan Rodgers wants to get through to the last 16. That's his target. Can they do it, Kenny? I think they can do it. It will all depend on home form. You know, if they can cause problems to these clubs, and I mean, they've beaten Barcelona before, Borussia Mönchengladbach and Manchester City, with all respect to them, they won't fancy coming to Celtic Park. Knowing what the atmosphere is like, knowing how intense it can be, knowing what a lift the support will give Celtic, so, I mean, three fantastic games, big opportunities for Celtic. And if they can get something on the road, and you would think that München Gladbach might be the best bet, then why not? Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. And before all that, we obviously have domestic action to take care of. Celtic at home at the weekend, Kenny, to Aberdeen, who got off. Finally off the mark last weekend with a 2-1 home win over Partick Thistle. You would expect a full house at Celtic Park on Saturday. It's a game you're attending. How do you see that one going? There'll be a spin-off to the European draw at Celtic Park. I think it'll be quite palpable that people will be going to the Celtic supporters will be going to the game discussing when they're going to play Barcelona, what the circumstances are going to be. Aberdeen game might be a bit of an afterthought mm. but Celtic-Aberdeen games are always terrific action I think Celtic <laughs> on current form they're playing well there's a lot of pace in the side that wasn't evident there last season James Forrest is born again mm. Celtic supporters will go there hoping to finish an exciting few days with a victory but you know, Aberdeen have made it difficult for Celtic before and probably could do again that, Just what you've said there perhaps sums up how far Celtic have come in such a short space of time under Brendan Rodgers because this time last year or, or, or you know, towards the end of last season Celtic and Aberdeen was the biggest thing it was the biggest talking point for Celtic supporters because you had two teams that were challenging for the title the shift as you say the focus the emphasis will be on the Champions League how important then is it that the players must keep their eye on the ball domestically because perhaps Hearts Aberdeen themselves and, and maybe even Rangers will be looking to think well if Celtic are involved in the Champions League this might give us an opening in the, in, in the SPFL the, the one problem that Celtic will have from the Champions League is that they're going to be travelling but they're also going to have six big big fixtures crammed in amongst uh, games that other teams will not have Rangers have never been in Europe Hearts and Aberdeen are already out of Europe so Celtic have that added fixture chaos yes it's lucrative to them Yes, they'll strengthen and their squad numbers will increase, but it will increase the intensity and the frequency of their games. There'll be times during the season where the, the, the teams who will be challenging Celtic for the league are going to have three midweeks, and Celtic are going to be in, for instance, München Gladbach or in Manchester <coughs> playing. So all the more reason that Celtic have to take care of business at home, and that will start on Saturday. But again, Brendan Rodgers is, is well enough versed in football. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, at the highest level to drill that into his squad. What have you made of Aberdeen so far this season? I mean, I mentioned there they finally got off the mark with a victory over Partick Thistle at Pataudry at the weekend. Not a... A blistering start by any stretch of the imagination. No, they've been they've been patchy. Their form has been indifferent. Derek McKenna's have made a few changes to the squad. He'll have been glad to get off to a winning start. And even last Saturday, 2-0 up, lose a late goal and find themselves under pressure in the last few minutes against Partick Thistle. So he'll have been glad just to get a victory under their belts and hopefully be able to take something from Celtic Park. That'll be his intention. Easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And Friday night football returns as well this week with Rangers travelling to Ayrshire to face Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. Difficult to, to know where to start with Kilmarnock with so many changes. I think the, I read this weekend in the paper that was a turnaround of 32 staff members, which is an astonishing turnaround at any club. Beaten again last weekend in the Highlands, Ross County, beating Kilmarnock there. Doesn't get any easier with the visit of Rangers. Well, Lee Clark has made it clear what his philosophy is going to be. He's already said that he had to clear the place of the stench of failure, which are strong words to use about professional footballers. The ones who were there last season, and there aren't many of them, I'm sure wouldn't take kindly to that kind of talk. But he's going down a youthful route. He's brought in a lot of young players. Some of them look as though they're up to the task. Some of them are still trying to find their feet. Whether or not they're quite ready to cope with a Rangers team who, similarly, are still finding their feet in this division, I don't know, but uh, it'll be an interesting fixture. As you mentioned, Rangers left it very late last week against Motherwell. Kenny Miller riding to the rescue with a, with a winner right on the 90th minute. Is it too easy to say the problems lie in the middle of the park where there perhaps isn't the same pace that there was last year? You know, I'm thinking when Cranchar goes in there... Or are there other areas of concern still, you know, you perhaps think of the back line for Rangers? In other words, is Mark Warburton still, is this still a work in progress? Oh, I think, I think it is still a work in progress. The balance of the team doesn't look right. The central defence, I can understand totally why he's still in the market for a central defender. Against Motherwell last week, they were very guilty. Midfield, all the midfield players seem to want to be defensive midfield players. Very few of them were making runs into the box. And they were fortunate to beat Motherwell. I mean, Motherwell, I thought I was at the game and I thought they merited a draw. As I said in the Sun and Sunday, if you can play poorly and win games, then you've got a good chance of being at the right end of the table. And they played poorly last weekend and won the game. So as long a means to an end is the case mm-hmm. at the moment, as long as they're winning games. And are you a bit surprised you touched on problems at the back? Are you a bit surprised that Philip Senderos hasn't been tied up yet? You just wonder what's going on behind the scenes there because Philip Senderos will have seen Julian Lescott coming to town that move crashing and maybe Philip Senderos has said well it could be that I am the number one target now perhaps his asking price and his demands have changed slightly he's in a great bargaining position he is a very experienced player Senderos you know played in a lot of countries and a very good level international player whether or not he's what Rangers require at this moment in time 
I'm not entirely convinced. I certainly haven't heard any suggestion that there's an alternative to Senderos, so it'd be interesting to see what would happen if that move didn't come off. You can watch the goals from all the big SPFL games on the website at thescottysun.co.uk slash sport. After that, it's Hamilton against Ross County at New Douglas Park, and a much-needed win for, for County last weekend at home to Kilmarnock. Two teams, again, Kenny, that have perhaps been tipped by many to, to, to really struggle this season. How do you see this one going? Well, Ross County have had I mean, third on the table. That's uh, I'm sure Ross County would have been delighted at that prospect after after four games. You know, and Jim McIntyre, again, doing a good job, bringing in a few players, wheeling and dealing. Hamilton Ackies, you know, I think everybody accepted that it was going to be a difficult season for them, but they've already caused a shock on the opening day of the season, going to Ibrox, taking the lead, going home with a point, which I'm sure no one expected mm. them to do. Massimo Donati is going to be a big player for them, a lot of experience. They always have that thing where they will try and play football. Ali Crawford's a good footballer. Um, well, so will, will their problem perhaps be consistency? Because you mentioned that the, the, the Rangers game where they played so well and then they go and lose at home to Kamarnock, who yeah, everybody yeah. knows about their struggles. Is that, is that going to be key yeah, for them I, to try? I think, I, I think the, their Achilles heel is going to be a lack of a goal mm. threat. Alex Dacol has been now starting his second season at the club yet to score a league goal I know he scored a couple in the league cup but he badly needs to go off the mark and Gramos took Curtage is the same a guy is you know lots of nice touches plays Hamilton, plays football the way Hamilton wanted to play on the ground but they need to find a goal scorer Talking about getting off the mark or a desperate need to get off the mark as I should say Inverness Kenny at home to St Johnston the weekend now Inverness hammered last weekend by Hearts 5-1 at Tynecastle could have been eight, judging by some of the reports I read. Richie Foran's first job in management, but what a job he's facing already. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's already, you know, casting his net, trying to find, bring in new players. A decision is going to be made in the next 48 hours about Gavin Gunning. They brought in a, a French striker from uh, Belgian football mm. today. He obviously is going to have to try and, and liven the squad mm. up because they're bottom of the table, they don't have a point. That has to change and change quickly because it's so easy, as Dundee United found last season, it's so easy to become isolated at the bottom of the table and by the time October and November comes, you're facing a real uphill battle. So, I mean, he'll he'll be desperate to get points on the board. It doesn't get any easier enough, for the, albeit at home to St Johnson, but St Johnson can just continually churning out results and performances. Yeah, I mean, there, there are... They're a recognised top six club, St Johnston. I mean, Tommy Wright's done a fantastic job in managing them. Yeah, that's a game you would look at, and if St Johnston didn't win it, you'd be slightly surprised because you expect St Johnston, a team as well-versed and well-drilled as they are, to go to places like Inverness and win. At Fir Park, it's Motherwell against Dundee. Motherwell side Kenny that have lost the last three games, including a 5-0 defeat at Parkhead, and as we touched on earlier, that last gasp, 2-1 defeat, at Ibrooks last weekend. Now, Matt McGee said afterwards, Kenny, you and I were both there, that he was proud of these players, proud of their performance. How did you see it? Yeah, I, I know what he meant. I thought Motherwell played very well. I thought they deserved a point from the game. But, you know, the stats are there. Lost to Rangers, lost to Celtic, lost to St Johnston. That's the last mm-hmm. three defeats. But, I mean, you, you can make the point these are games against top clubs. Now, if Motherwell were to lose against Dundee, a team who finished in the bottom six last season, then I think alarm bells would begin to ring because that's a game they should at least, maybe not necessarily be expecting to win, but expecting not to lose. Big game for Motherwell tomorrow. Louis Moe has been a huge miss for Motherwell, top scorer last season. 
a Motherwell fans perhaps expecting a wee bit more from Scott McDonald in the last few games in terms of I know he scored at Ibrox last weekend but in terms of bringing others into play well I think Scott McDonald is such an important player just his experience you know I think Mark McGee seems optimistic that Louis Moult will be back fit to play after the international break so they're going to be without him again tomorrow I don't think the team will be all that different from the one that played so well at Ibrox last weekend it may be that Scott McDonald will have to carry the, the burden up front on his own again for another little while Regards to Dundee as well I mean they've obviously lost a, a, a raft of, of big names big players Dun, you know, Paul Hartley's a, a kind of shrewd manager. He's somebody I like, somebody I admire. Kenny, they finished bottom six last season. Perhaps unfortunate to do so. Can you see them making a mark this season? I think it's interesting that he's he's already admitted that uh, he's been speaking to Tom Hately, the ironically the former uh, Motherwell midfielder, who I think is exactly the kind of player that he maybe needs. Someone will inject a little bit of urgency in the middle of the park, whether he plays the middle of the park or right back, where he's played before as well. Paul Hartley isn't like you, I admire him. I think he's a good coach. He won't be blind to the problems that Dundee have, and he'll be aware of losing Greg Stewart and Kane Hemmings, that they're a bit of a nullified threat up front. So I can understand what he's, uh, what he's doing by trying to bring in new faces. And if you were to call this one, how would you see it? Has the look of a draw about it to mm-hmm. me, I think. Keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sunsport on Twitter. And the final game in the SPFL this weekend is at Firhill, where Hearts take on Partick Thistle, of course. Great win, as we've touched on, Kenny, for the Jambos last weekend. Beginning to hit the stride? Yeah, it looks like it. As you say, you know, a comprehensive win over Inverness last week. Good players. I've seen, I've seen them a couple of times this season. Good pace in the team. Big, strong, physical team, as you'd imagine. Callum Patterson has been the subject of a couple of uh, bids from Wigan but is such a key player for them getting up and down that right flank delivers a terrific cross as good as, as anyone I've seen in the in the Premiership this season a real good player for them and that's why he's in the Scotland squad this has got the look of an interesting game Thistle can be, make it difficult for teams particularly at Fir Hill be an interesting game that particularly with Hearts as usual bring a great support mm. through Yeah I mean Thistle narrowly beaten at Bittorje last weekend two goals to one Alan Archibald again, another manager, a young up and coming manager, Kenny, who perhaps goes under the radar. You know, in fact, I know Tommy Wright's not young and up and coming, but he goes under the radar. We've mentioned Paul Hartley as well. Does Alan Archibald fall into that category? Yeah, absolutely. For you? Yeah, I mean, he's been very, very consistent. I think his signings have all been good. You know, if you look mm-hmm. at the players he's brought into the club, they've almost invariably improved the team. You know, I think he's, he's one of these guys who goes about his work, doesn't create many headlines. There never seems to be any problems involving players at the club. He seems to run a pretty tight ship. I think he's a good coach, and uh, I know they're at another club, strangely enough, who have been speaking to Tom Hartley about bringing them in. So again, that suggests to me he can spot a player that might help his team, you know, help the physicality of the team, help the athleticism. You know, I think they're a decent side. The only thing that I find peculiar with Thistle is that Chris Doolan is one of my favourite players in the Premiership. And yet he seems to spend more time on the bench than he does in the starting lineup. I bow to Alan Archibald, he sees him in training every day, but it puzzles me that Doolan, for someone who scores so consistently, doesn't start all that consistently for them. Can I ask you then for a, for a score prediction or a, an outcome in this one, Thistle versus Hearts? Hearts narrowly, but Hearts. Thank you very much for joining us and hope you can join us again soon. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.